Speaking of a player that hasn't needed to grow up at all right now, I wanted to talk for a minute about Jokic's 46-point night uh, to knock off the Pelicans last weekend. Um, I know I texted you Mm. and said, you know, when I turned this game on, they were up six points, and then they got all the technicals, and suddenly they were down, and I was so mad at myself for watching that game. Uh, Do you want to just take us through your thoughts as Nikola Jokic took over that game and had 30 points in the fourth quarter in overtime? Yeah, man. I'm like the Nuggets in general have been interesting to watch because, like, especially since the last episode, this team looks really good. They, like so many pieces, the bench has really come alive. Um, and in the New Orleans game in particular, but I guess we look at the schedule the last game since the Nuggets have those flashes of just dominating, especially in the second quarter and Jokic being steady. But at this point, like if he closes the half with almost 28 and five, (laughs) you don't look at that as necessarily an amazing performance so far. Um, And with in the New Orleans game, I don't even think he had 20 at the half. Um, but it was just really amazing to see him say, all right, we're not going to lose to the Pelicans tonight. So turning it on in the fourth, I think it was, what, 30 points in the fourth and overtime with uh, several big, like, bat-breaking shots. Um, yeah, dude, I on in the Reddit sphere, Nuggets fans, this being the professional underdogs that we are, feels like at any time Joel Embiid's name gets mentioned for anything, let alone as the MVP frontrunner. But you watch that performance by Jokic, and it's it's impossible to consider anybody else being able to do that for any other team, but especially a still hurt, um, not as talented as we would hope um, cast the characters around him. Yeah. Um, it was... It's so nice to know that, okay, when I wake up tomorrow morning, most of the NBA talk is going to be around Jokic to, like, their chagrin almost. Like, he's got to really ball out to get even a little bit of attention, but um, it's impossible to ignore him when he's putting up those splits. Now, 16 of 22 shooting, that's just the amazing thing. He didn't eat big 46 points and didn't even take that many shots. Yeah, and I mean, it was, you know, it was so dominant where he was, you know, really, especially at the end of the fourth quarter, because they were behind with less than two minutes left. Like, it was, like, and, and far behind. Like, it looked like the game was over. Like, that that was impressive to me, and it was just so cool, and it was, you never thought they weren't going to win as soon as he, like, turned it on. Like, it, it, it felt like, you know, he could do this, which sort of gives you a chance every night. I do think, you know, Again, like, the schedule is so hard. Like, it was frustrating they lost to the Raptors. I went to the Thunder game at the beginning of March. That was frustrating. Like, they're definitely, with no one else, like, they they just need to hold on to the sixth seed and not fall into the play-in game. Uh, but hopefully they're going to get some people back. I do think, I mean, I think that that game, Jokic is, that game sort of elevated Jokic into the, He's one of the best players, and everyone sort of thinks so. Like, I think that no one is really ignoring Jokic now uh, because of that performance. 
Yeah. I mean, in the last several games, point totals, 46, 32, 38, 23, 26. Um, Golden State and Toronto, both games that they lost. Um, one pattern that is starting to pop up again, I think right now they're the number one scoring team in the first half and near the bottom in the second half. That definitely feels like at this point it's the schedule. It's just a brutal stretch where they were pulling off some amazing wins against Sacramento, um, Portland. Like All of the games were tough fought, even though the competition wasn't great until we get to the Golden State game, the first one that they won. Um, first one this month. The fatigue is there. I think I... I think it would be nice to see Jokic and maybe Gordon, a couple other players, get some rest if possible. But it is so tight right now that what well, I think it was say eleven through three seeds are all closer um, than three is to the one seed. Yeah. So it's. My optimism is still there. I was banging the table so hard. I'm not going to come here and uh, let doubt and worry set in. But, I mean, it, it's the NBA. And it, as I was talking about, like, I'm watching just more games that even aren't Nuggets games. Mm-hmm. Every team is so talented. And the, the parity is just at another level this year. So, uh, I have faith because we do have the best player in the world. And I won't take for granted – how good the rest of the league is at this point. Yeah, and I mean, for the Nuggets, it really is just the Timberwolves are one and a half games back. So that's your goal. You just need to stay above them. It would be nice, you know, the Nuggets are only one and a half back from Utah. They're one, they're one, or they're two and a half back from Utah, one and a half back from Dallas. So, like, there's still an option. Like, they could be as high as four if they just go on a tear. But I'm not sure... Yeah it changes much as long as you stay out of that play-in game. Like, they're going to be playing, you know, one of Utah, Golden State, or Memphis, all of, or Dallas. Those are all going to be hard games. Um, so I think that they need to, you know, just try to stay out of that play-in game as much as they can uh, and see what happens. And, I mean, maybe Porter and Murray come back. I mean, we know that without them, you know, winning a, winning a first-round series will be in a huge uh, – a huge accomplishment again, which is frustrating. But, you know, part of the NBA is just getting everybody healthy at the right time. And, I mean, as long as Jokic can stay healthy, hopefully that's going to be next season if it can't be this season. Yeah, I think, yeah, because talking about Murray and Porter coming back, there was an article that Murray is about 50-50 of being able to get back in the regular season. And if those are the odds, they don't give nobody any hope. And well, and if Porter I, comes back, it's not it's not game changing. Like we need to stop acting like it is right now because he was healthy for the Phoenix series last year. Yeah, right. And I mean, that's more than anything. I think for him, it's not the expectations of his talent, but it's just a reminder that he actually does not have a lot of playing experience at this point, mm-hmm. and so you can't expect after almost missing the entire season, he'll be able to come back and play to the ceiling that we saw at points last season. Yeah. It would be a great piece. Like, I don't even know if I'm 
I don't even think he would start um, games. I think it might be best that he doesn't. So, but if you have a dude who can just drain threes, come off the bench like him and Brent Forbes, that would be a deadly combo around the arc. Um, but yeah, I was like, I'm going into this stretch with all the faith in Jokic, and you know, I'll say also a big shout out to Monte Morris. He has played incredibly well and consistently yeah. the last several months. And the the Nuggets have a chance if there's a solid two-man game. Um, everyone else has had some ups and downs. But, and again, it's my hope comes from the fact that, yeah, that's just the way the league is in general. But we have the best player in the world, and so that gives us a chance against any team on any given night. And now with level of playoff experience, I think this team is mentally built for the playoffs wherever they end up. Yeah, I do too. And I mean, it's just nice that we're going to have, you know, we're going to have some playoff basketball and we're going to need to see, you know, if nothing else, we're going to get to see some playoff Jokic. So I'm excited for that. Um, 